Hello, friend. You have done me a great honor by listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast today. I am evangelist Mike McCurry. I have the great privilege of being the executive director of Bible Tracts Incorporated. We'll talk more about that in just a second. But first, I'd like to say this. God has laid a thought on my heart for this week, and I am so excited to share it with you. Please stick around. Today, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, don't go anywhere. I believe what God has laid on my heart, it's burning a hole in my soul, and I'm excited to share it with you. And thank you so much for being a part of the listening audience to this radio broadcast. This program has a storied legacy. It was begun by evangelist Paul Levine, the founder of Bible Tracks Incorporated, all the way back in 1958. It's a part of Bible Tracks Inc., also founded by evangelist Paul Levine in 1938. And for over eight decades, we have been printing and distributing, shipping around the world the Word of God to all the world in the form of gospel tracts. We send them out for free. Yes, I said free. We ship them for free. We print them for free. And we'd be very excited and honored if you would visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. I'll give you that address one more time, BibleTracksInc.org. You can order your very own sample packet. It's one each of every gospel track that we currently produce, and we would love, we would absolutely be thrilled if you would order that today. We'll get it in the mail at the next opportune moment, probably today, maybe tomorrow, the next business day. We'll get it out to you as soon as possible because we want you using gospel tracks. I believe every Christian should never go for want for the tools that they need to spread the Word of God. And so I'm excited that you have a part in our broadcast today, a part in our ministry as the listening audience, and I'm excited for the opportunity God's given us to fellowship around His Word. I'm going to ask you, if you would, to turn to the book of 1 Kings in the Old Testament, the book of 1 Kings. This thought, God has allowed it to work on my mind and my heart and my soul for the last multiple months, and I've held off on bringing it to our radio audience, and I believe today, this week, is the week, and I'm excited to share it with you. First Kings chapter number 17, if you'll find your place there, I would encourage you to use your Bible for this time. We are going to progress through this week, and maybe it will bleed over into the next week, but we are going to progress through over an entire chapter of God's Word. First Kings 17 is where we will get our thought from, and we are going to prove a thought from God's Word that I believe is pertinent to the time frame we live in. It doesn't matter if we're at the end of a year, at the beginning of a year, or in the middle of a year. I believe what God has for us today will be a help to you, and we find it in 1 Kings chapter number 17. By way of introduction, I'd like to point something out, if I may. Something is missing. I said something is missing. Now, what is that something? Well, we'll talk about it in just a moment, but I'd like to make mention of this startling fact, that as we look at our world, it becomes readily apparent that something is missing. You don't have to spend too much time observing the mainstream media or rifling through your social media of choice to realize that something is missing from our entire world. But really, if we zoom in just a little bit, we'll notice that not only is something missing from our world, 
it's missing from our country. And I'm not just speaking of the good old US of A. No matter where you happen to be listening, we have many international listeners to this program. I'm speaking of your country as well. But let's zoom in a little more and realize that something is missing from our communities, our states, our territories. It's missing from our cities, from our townships, from our villages. It's missing, at times even, from our churches. Sadder of all, it's missing from our families. And most discouraging of all, it's missing from the person we look at in the mirror all too often. What am I talking about? What is missing? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's look at the book of First Kings, chapter number 17. I told you we're going to begin with God's word. I'd like to end with God's word as well. Let's look here. First Kings 17, verse number 1. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Now, I'm going to ask for some audience participation here. Those of you that are looking at your Bible, and maybe even if you're not, you'll be able to figure out where we're going with this in short order. But the next verse, verse number two, begins with the word and. What I'm going to ask you to do is to read with me the next five words. I know I can't hear you. You can only hear me. But I'm going to ask you if you would participate with me. The word and, and then the next five words, read them together. 1 Kings 17, verse number 2 says, And the word of the Lord. Those of you that heard those words for the first time and not able to look at your scriptures with me, let's say those next five words together. Ready? Begin. The word of the Lord. And one more time, I'd like to imprint this upon your consciousness today. Ready? Begin, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying. Friend, in just a moment, we're going to spend just a few seconds in prayer, asking God to bless this week of broadcasts. While I do that, I'd like you to get honest with yourself in this way. I'd like you to ask yourself the element that we will speak on for just a few moments. I'd like you to be willing to make a change based off of what you hear from Scripture throughout the entirety of this week. If something is missing from your life, let's make sure we fix that this week. Not go another week with something missing. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so very much for this opportunity. God, I do not take it lightly or for granted that you've given me this radio platform. And Father, I ask that I do it justice for your honor and glory. This thought that you've laid on my heart, God, may I communicate it clearly. Would you also give the listener open ears and soft hearts to your message this week? Thank you for all you've done and everything you're going to do. In your son's precious name, we pray. Amen. Thank you for praying alongside me. Let's read back again, 1 Kings 17, verse 1. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead. Let's pause here for just a moment. I'd like for you, if you can. 
to clear from your mind everything you know about this man named Elijah. Now, there are a multitude, a plethora of different listeners that are a part of this program right now. Some of you, this may be the very first time you've ever heard of this man named Elijah, and that's perfect. I'm glad it is because 1 Kings 17 is our very first introduction to this man named Elijah in the canon of Scripture. So you're going to be able to follow along and be introduced to this man for the very first time. And I'm excited to do the introductions. But for those of you or Christian brethren that maybe have read through your Bible before, or you've sat in Sunday school lessons and you've heard of this man, Elijah, I'd like you to forget everything you know and allow me to introduce him to you for the very first time. Here's what I'd like to point out. The very first thought, the very first thrust I'd like to make is this. Elijah bursts onto the scene in a broken and depressed world, a broken and a discouraging world, a broken and a despondent, a distracted world. That is where Elijah comes onto the scene. Let me prove that to you if you'd allow me. 1 Kings 16 verse number 25 says this, But Omri wrought evil in the eyes of the Lord and did worse than all that were before him. Now, who is this new person I'm introducing you to, Omri? Well, he was a king of the land, and the Bible gives him a report card recorded for all eternity in Scripture. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, God saw fit to give Omri, this king, this report card. I'll read it again. But Omri wrought evil. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord and did worse than all that were before him. Think about that. How despicable is that? What God is saying here is worse than anyone that came before him. Worse than all of the previous wicked kings of Israel and Judah at this time. Omri was the worst. But let's not stop there. This is the world that Elijah has to operate and do God's will. And let's look at verse number 30 here. Join me there. 1 Kings 16.30 And Ahab... The son of Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. What God says here is that not only was Omri bad, he was really, really bad. He was actually the worst. But hold your breath here, friend. Ahab, the son of Omri, learns from his father and tweaks some things and decides, I'm going to be even worse than my daddy. What a report card to get. Imagine with me, parents, imagine with me if you got a report card for your child from school and it said this, your child is the worst, underlined and in bold, the worst student I've ever had the displeasure of teaching in all my years of education. That would not make you very happy with either the teacher or the student most likely. That's not very good, is it? No, friend. But that's the report card that God gave to Ahab. He was the worst. And we know God is not lying here. What he says he means, Ahab, was just horrible. And that's the king. That's the leadership of the nation of Israel, of, of this time and place that Elijah is called to do the ministry of God in. The perfection of scripture sees fit to reiterate the point in 1 Kings 16.33, And Ahab made a grove, and Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel that were before him. Well, friend, that doesn't sound very good. 
What I'd like to do, though, is draw a parallel between some of the leadership of our nation and where you and I are right now. Can I tell you, friend, that your legislator does not need to be pure as driven snow for you to do the work of God? Can I tell you, friend, that you should not be reliant on who sits in the Oval Office, whether Republican or Democrat or Independent, to make a choice for you whether or not you're going to serve God? Elijah did right in the eyes of God regardless of the fact that Ahab was the king of Israel at the time. In a broken and a depressed, distracted, despondent world, Elijah did what he was supposed to do. Here's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. God always begins with a devoted workman. And I'm excited to introduce to you this devoted workman named Elijah tomorrow. We're going to learn about this missing element. Something's missing. We haven't quite figured out what it is yet, but stick around. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast, and I'm excited to be with you all of this week. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tracked Echoes a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.